Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Groupie and Harmony, the podcast all about music. Today, I am going to be discussing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees for 2020, because it is Wednesday, and the, nomin- uh, the inductees were just announced this morning. So, before I get into that, as always, I have a Facebook page, it's called Groupie and Harmony. Make sure you give that a like, because anytime I make any sort of like news announcement i haven't made so many so far but anytime there's any sort of announcement it's posted on there anytime there's a new episode released i also post it on there so it's a nice way to keep track of everything and also it helps uh, it helps out my ego a little bit makes me feel a little bit better so if you feel like doing that helping out with that you can do that too but beside the point so today the rock and roll hall of fame inductees were announced and officially. I'll get into a funny story about that in a little while. So, what I'm thinking about I'm going to do with this one is, first off, I'm going to just do a recap of how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame works. I So my apologies if this sounds repetitive. I had a podcast a, maybe a month ago or so. It might have been longer, might have been shorter. I'm losing track at this point. But it, this one was all about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the nominees and all that. So, I did mention about, I did talk about the nominees, I talked about how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame works, I talked about who I would induct, who I thought would induct, and so on. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a quick refresh recap on how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame works, because even if you did listen to this, I don't blame you if you don't remember off the top of your head, that's quite alright. And then I'm going to go through just do a recap of who the nominees were. I'm not going to go... I'm not going to talk about each artist. I'm just going to say who they are. I'll mention who the inductees are, and then talk a little bit about each of the inductees. Talk about who I... I'll probably talk a little bit about who I sh- thought should have gotten in, who I predicted would get in, and then a couple other stories from there with that. So, for starters, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So... Every year, there are approximately 15 nominees announced. Often there's more. This year there were 16. The way the nominees work is there's a nominating committee. They choose, again, approximately 15 acts who they think should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In order to be eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the said artist has to have released their, their first release at least 25 years before. They're a little bit iffy sometimes about how they do it because they've there have been years where they didn't think an artist was eligible even though they had released an album 25 years before and there have been times that they considered them eligible because of a single. They like tend to do some weird things with technicalities. But beside the point, and then after the nominees are announced, then they have... Uh, different voters vote on the induct on who will be inducted. So there's a bunch of different people that vote. There's musicians, um, like non-performers, like producers, probably some some songwriters, critics, probably some like executives, etc. And they're all over the world. And ultimately, there are five that get inducted, in theory. The way they did was that there are supposed to be five that get inducted. Often there ends up being more. 
And you see, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can get away with inducting more because they never announced they've never announced the results of the voting. So often they will induct a sixth or seventh one. Usually it seems as if there's a couple artists that the nominating committee wanted in that didn't get in. There's all sorts of biases. And in fact, the only time that any votes were any voting results was announced with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was when there was a controversy when it was discovered that an artist who got in over another artist actually had fewer votes than the other artist. But beside the point, enough about the uh, the controversies with that, as entertaining as I find them. I'll go into who the 16 artists that were nominated were for this year. The nominees for this year were Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, Depeche Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, MC5, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious Big, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, Soundgarden, T-Rex, and Thin Lizzy. The six inductees for this year were Depeche Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious Big, and T-Rex. So, out of those... Out of those, uh, the six that were inducted, I I personally thought that each of them had a strong case for being inducted and were worthy, which is interesting because usually there's at least one that I'm like seriously. Um, the one that, in my opinion, is closest to that probably would have been Doobie Brothers, but beside the point. So, looking at the inductees, Depeche Mode, I. I did not think that they would get inducted, but I'm I'm excited that they did. I honestly thought that if they were to go, if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were to, excuse me, to go with a synth pop electronic artist kind of genre, they would have probably gone with Kraftwerk instead, who was also nominated since Kraftwerk had come first, and in my opinion was more influential on electronic and synth pop, but. I think Depeche Mode did have, like, since I felt like that Depeche Mode was, was, like, one of the faces of of alternative music of the 80s. And in particular, I thought that since there were a lot of, like, alternative bands that, like, and rock bands that did incorporate, like, synthesizers, for instance, in it, I thought that they were the prime example of doing that. And if I were to think of like a synthesizer and rock music in the '80s, I think Depeche Mode by far. The Doobie Brothers, I that was one that I, another one that I was a little bit surprised about. I that one is one that I'm like, should they be in? I'm not entirely sure, but still, I'm I'm not opposed to it though. They they did have a, a several hits in the '70s and '80s, and uh, while they weren't necessarily a major. In, uh, major influential band. They they really like perfect. One of the bands that soft rock bands that perfected harmonies. Because I know there's a few others that like you could say did too. Like Simon and Garfunkel comes to mind kind of thing. But the Doobie Brothers just did so beautifully that it was just ultimately really good music. Uh, Whitney Houston. They I I thought that I thought she was almost guaranteed to get in. Um, I felt like that she 
in addition to like being um being immensely popular, she really was just so influential on several different genres, and she influ she. Without Whitney Houston, I don't know if if there were a lot of there were a lot of artists that have been popular since Whitney Houston started. That I don't know that they would have been as popular because, in particular, she really was the first major female black artist to appear on MTV. So I she was really groundbreaking in that regards. Um, Nine Inch Nails, I really like Nine Inch Nails, so I'm thrilled that they got in. Um. I admittedly wasn't sure if they, or for years, it wasn't looking like they would because uh, their main member, Trent Reznor, he spoke out against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at one point, and frankly, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has a fragile ego, so it, like, I think the best way of putting it is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame makes, they make me look uh, really comfortable with myself, so, uh, that's how bad they are uh, with that stuff. So once Nine Inch Nails talked out against them, they didn't get nominated for several years, and of uh, now last year because every every year they have an artist, uh, typically another artist that will quote unquote induct that group, uh, the said group. And last year when the Cure got in, Trent Reznor was the one who inducted them. So at that point it was like oh. He's playing nice now, in their eyes. He'll get a nomination next year. Um, so, but yeah, but in, in all seriousness, so they were really influ influential in alternative music. Uh, probably the best industrial band also. And I really think that, uh, that, that w they were a really strong choice. And they, in my opinion, they might have been the strongest alternative band on the ballot this year. And then the next up, Notorious Big. I thought this one was a no-brainer because I know there are people who are like, "Come on, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not the Rap Hall of Fame." I'm not opposed to rap music getting in because I think that since they did induct, they already inducted artists of other genres that were influential on rap music. I think that I'm, I think that it, that rap music it just naturally follows that that trend. Now I think that uh. I think Notorious Big was a great choice because he not only was he immensely popular in his career, he was really influential on rap music, and then also uh, his popularity also crossed over to other genres. And even though he really did have a short career in life, I think that just he might have the greatest legacy out of all these artists that were nominated this year. And then the last nominee, T-Rex. I was really shocked that T-Rex got inducted, but I'm thrilled, because T-Rex, uh, they, um, so they were, they were a glam rock band. They, they were really influential in a bunch of different genres, though, because, like, they, they were incredibly influential on, for instance, alternative music, punk music, indie music, and a bunch of other genres. So, I think that, uh, I, and also, in the in the UK, they were making hit after hit after hit. So while even though they didn't have as much success in the in the US, so I think that I thought they were a great choice. And also, I might not be the most popular opinion, but I'm convinced that 
that if it weren't for T-Rex, David Bowie might not have had the popularity that he had as early as he did. Again, might not be the most popular opinion, but that's my opinion. And I think that this year's induct this year's inductees is an interesting group because a lot of them had like they really had a lot of popular success and usually there isn't that much because I know the Mode had some in the U.S. but a ton in the U.K. Um, Doobie Brothers had a good Doobie Brothers had a good amount. Whitney Houston, yeah, she had a ton. Um, Nine Inch Nails, they had a solid amount even though they weren't like. They, they weren't as popular as, like, a bunch of other artists in the 90s in terms of in terms of singles, but still, their albums in particular were more popular and received all sorts of critical acclaim. Notorious Big had all sorts of success in his, commercial success in his career. And T-Rex, again, not that big in the U.S. They really had one massive hit and then not a ton after that in the U.S., but they were... From the start of their career to the time they broke up, they were making hit after hit after hit. Usually there's at least a couple artists that aren't, like, massive hit makers like that that ends up getting in. So I'm surprised that um, that this year it, se it seems as though Nine Inch Nails was the group that had the least amount of hits on there. Now, I, th I think since I... Yeah, I think what I'll do now is since I did make predictions about who I thought would get in, I'll talk about those, because admittedly they are different than who I would have voted for. The ones I would have voted for, only two of those got in. The ones I would have voted for were Notorious Big, MC5, because I'm a sucker for punk music, uh, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, because I thought a metal band should get in, Judas Priest made sense, and then Kraftwerk, um, only because I thought that they did so much for electronic music and also alternative music. As much as it pained me to just leave Nine Inch Nails off, because I was torn between those two. Um, but the ones who I thought would get in, so I thought there was one lock, and that was Notorious Big. I just thought that with his influence, uh, his, uh, his popularity, the fact that they have, they have inducted a lot of, uh, or they have been trying to induct rap artists in recent years, um, and also the fact that his career tends to be tied in with Tupac's, and Tupac got in a few years back. So I thought, since Tupac got in, no problem his first year. I would think that Notorious Big was in even more of a lock than Tupac, honestly. Um, so, I thought that there were two others that weren't necessarily locks, but I thought would get in. I thought Nine Inch Nails at Whitney Houston, I thought were really strong choices, and were really both really close to locks. So I thought that those two would get in for sure. I, th I thought that Nine Inch Nails... But now that they were playing nice, and also just with the influence that they had on the on the genre, and also the fact that um, that they really just attained so much critical acclaim and like had enough of a following that that would help that that would help the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I thought it made a lot of sense. Whitney Houston. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what more what more to say about her as to why. I mean, hit after hit after hit. Trailblazer, really, um, incredible voice, I, I mean, I don't know what more to say about it, it just made so much sense, and also the fact that Janet Jackson had just gotten in last year, and I thought, I would have thought that Whitney Houston would have gotten in before Janet Jackson, and since Janet Jackson got in, I was like, oh, then once Whitney Houston got nominated, I'm like, it, there's no way she won't get in, I thought MC5 would get in, actually, so I was incorrect about that one, so 
with my predictions, I thought they would nominate six. But Notorious Pig, Nine Inch Nails, and Whitney Houston were the only three I got right. MC5 I thought would get in because they typically end up nominating a punk band every few years. Usually like every five years or so. It's been a, it's been five years since Green Day was inducted. And uh, you could argue if they really were a punk band. But for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's sake, they'll consider them one. So I thought it's about time for a new one. And usually when an artist has been inducted several times, they eventually put them in. MC5's been inducted so many times. So I thought that MC5 would get in this year. I was mistaken. <laughs> so clearly. Um, I thought Todd Rundgren would get in. Um, because every year they have one artist that it's like, they were nominated. The thing is, though, a lot of times the they were nominated artist ends up getting in. Like, for instance, Laura Nairo and Darlene Love are two great examples that those ro those two nominations rose a lot of eyebrows and then sh proceeded to shock everyone even more when they both got it. So I thought Todd Rundgren would get in, and that's not to discredit Todd Rundgren's career. He wasn't really influential in a bunch of different ways. He was a, uh, an important member of Utopia, which is an influential band. Um, he did a lot of stuff with like non-performing, but I just thought his solo career wasn't worthy of the Hall of Fame. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but I still thought they would he would get in until recently. He actually made comments saying that uh, the Rock and Roll Hall, that he never took the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame seriously. And again, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's fragile ego. Right when that happened, I was like, "Crap, he's not getting in." But I didn't feel like changing my predictions. I started to second guess that prediction, but I didn't know who I would choose instead. So, ultimately, I just didn't change it. Um, and then the sixth act that I predicted was Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. The reason I predicted them is because they get nominated every. They've got they get nominated every year. In the past ten years, I don't remember how many times they were they were nominated. It was either six times in the past ten years or eight times in the past ten years. But whatever it was, it was a lot. And eventually eventually when it comes down to them keep getting them keep getting nominated usually it's because the nominating committee really likes the group and i just thought eventually i thought you know what, eventually they're just, they're just going to eventually let them in cuz they've done that with other artists so i thought they're going to force the sixth group in and they're going to force it being rufus featuring shaka khan clearly that didn't happen <laughs> but and then for the three that I didn't predict that did get in, Doobie Brothers, I thought there was a fair chance that they would get in. I, except I thought that, in addition to the three that I incorrectly predicted, I thought Soundgarden or Motorhead would get in before them also. But, I mean, even still, I thought there were 11 artists that had a at least a, sol a solid, if not strong, case of getting in. And Doobie Brothers were one of the 11. Um, I'll be honest though, I didn't, I did not predict T-Rex or Depeche Mode. I didn't think they had a chance. Um, I thought T-Rex was 14th most likely and Depeche Mode was 15th most likely. The only artist I thought would be less likely was Dave Matthews Band. Um, T-Rex, both of them I didn't know if they had enough success in the U.S. And I thought normally voters don't typically vote, uh, induct artists who don't have that kind of success in the U.S., 
whether it's more U.S. voters didn't vote for them or whether it's uh, appearing as if they're trying to boost ticket sales. Both have both have been brought up as possibilities, but I'm not getting into that. Um, I'm admittedly I'm thrilled they both got in. I didn't predict them, but still I thought they were good choices. Um, but one thing that I did think was interesting was that there is one ballot every year that is solely for the fans. So they they call it the fan ballot, conveniently enough, and Fans can vote in it, and ultimately it counts as one ballot, and the top five votes for this end up, uh, the top five artists end up getting in. I mean, end up count not getting in, end up counting as the fans' ballot, rather. Now, you might hear that and think, it counts as one ballot when there's how many voters, that means nothing. In theory, it's not supposed to, it pretty much doesn't mean anything. What's happened in recent years, though, was they've taken the winner of the fan ballot and they ended up being one of the inductees. Again, it doesn't surprise me because that that feels like something that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would do. Except this year, there was a change. Because this year was the first year of the fan vote that the winner of the fan vote did not end up getting in. In fact, only one of the top five ended up getting in. Uh, the top five vi fan votes, or the top five finishers for the fan vote were Dave Matthews Band, Pat Benatar, the Doobie Brothers, Soundgarden, and Judas Priest. Now, looking at those ones, I didn't think Judas Priest would get uh would get in because uh, Motorhead was also nominated, and I thought that that would that the two metal bands competing against each other that would end up canceling each other out, kind of thing. I thought, I didn't think Soundgarden would get in because I thought that there'd be enough voters that would choose Nine Inch Nails instead. So then that left Dave Matthews Band, Pat Benatar, and Doobie Brothers. I didn't think Dave Matthews Band would get in, honestly. And then even when I saw that they won the fan vote, I was like, ooh, that's going to be something interesting. Because I honestly did not think that they would induct Dave Matthews Band. The reason the reason for that is not because not because I don't think that they're worthy. I personally wouldn't have chosen them at this time, but that's just because I that's just because in uh, this year Oasis was eligible for the first time, and personally I would have I would want to see Oasis inducted first before Dave Matthews Band. But I do think Dave Matthews Band has a strong case. The issue is is that no jam band has gotten in. Unless you consider Grateful Dead a jam band, which I think is a fair, a fair, uh, fair assessment of them. Because I mean, you have, and while I think that Dave Matthews Band, yeah, I think that would be that would be a fine choice for the next jam band to get in, since they had a lot more commercial success than a lot of jam bands. I was thinking that they might not, they might not want to put them in before Fish, and by that I mean by they I mean. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame might not want to duck them before Fish, but the problem is, Fish isn't going to get it anytime soon. And also, I thought that they probably wouldn't want to induct a jam band in general because, honestly, I just don't think it aligned with it align necessarily aligns with the genres that they like to nominate. Which it's sad for them, and I mean, Dave Matthews Band has a strong case. I mean. 
I mean, look at the releases they've released. They, them and Fish really helped uh, popularize jam music in the 90s and beyond. I mean, look at the popularity of their live shows. Like, I mean, just, for instance, in Connecticut alone, they do two two shows a year at the Meadows, and they both sell out every year. I mean, and, like, I mean, there are fans that travel all over the place following Dave Matthews' band, like there were for Fish and Grateful Dead. So, I thought that they have a strong case. I wasn't expecting them to get inducted. I, I didn't think Pat Benatar would get inducted, which I think... Which is kind of sad to say, in my opinion, because... Joan Jett got in last... I think it was last year. And... Or maybe it was the year before. Sometime recently, Joan Jett got inducted. And personally, I know Joan Jett is the more recognizable name for rock music because... Especially, like, for a solo female artist in hard rock, mainly because of I Love Rock and Roll. However, I personally would have put in Pat Benatar before Joan Jett because while Pat Benatar didn't necessarily have the... the, ma the massive hard rock hit as big as um, I Love Rock and Roll, Pat Benatar's songs, they were original songs. Joan, uh, I Love Rock and Roll was a cover song. But I, I didn't feel like that they would choose, that they would induct her, honestly. Um, so, I mean, I guess really that leaves the Doobie Brothers for the one that out of the fan vote that they chose. But I did find that interesting, though. And, <laughs> I mean, once I saw Dave Matthews' band top the, top the fan vote, and it wasn't even close, they were like, there were like 120,000 votes more than everyone else when typically that every almost every other position was closer than that. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this will be fun. And I do just want to finish off with this funny story related to them. So I know I've uh, had my uh, jabs here at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because really there are so many ways that they have, like, over the years just really just screwed up with different things. Like, there are genres that are largely artists aren't inducted into the Hall of Fame. I know some of the more notable ones are progressive rock and uh, uh, metal music. But then there's others, like electronic music, largely, um, and some others. And then also, like, I mean, they've had issues with... Uh, excuse me. They've had issues with... Uh, seeming like they were fudging the results, and then ignoring not only genres altogether, but artists altogether also. And also, there were back-to-back -back years where Rage Against the Machine got nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and their guitarist Tom Morello was on the nominating committee, so it's like, well, that seems like a conflict of interest. But I think this one here, I think, is just the epitome of them, though. So, this year, it was largely rumored that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame had... Um, the results had I uh, accidentally been leaked. They, uh, on Tuesday, so for me yesterday, they were accidentally leaked a day early. And I mean, a lot of times you hear like an outside source somehow manages to get a, its hands on them. Which I know that's why, like, for instance, with Coach a lot of the Coachella artists that were leaked, that that was really how it worked out, and. Well, most of them were correct. There was still one or two that was wrong. The issue was that for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it was themselves that leaked it because I might be wrong about this, but I believe it was that they accidentally released the uh, released the wrong page to the public, so they released it a day early instead. 
when I heard that, I'm like, if this isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in a nutshell, I don't know what is. <laughs> so, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this episode. I I enjoyed talking about this kind of stuff, so I had a lot of fun talking about this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now, I don't know when the next one I'm going to release is. Because normally I record an epi- at least one episode over the weekend. However, this weekend, from Friday until Sunday, I'm going to be at a retreat. Now, Sunday, and then when I get home Sunday, there is a good chance of snow on Sunday. Go figure. So I might be uh, helping clear all that out. If it does end up getting bad, I will be. And then ooh, I'll probably be so tired on Sunday. I do have Monday off, so if I have time on Monday, I'll plan on recording one then. At this point, I have no idea what it's going to be about, because I'm, I know I, a while back I've been saying I would have my, my top list, my top uh, albums for the year and the decade. I've given up on the decade one, that, that's just way too much thinking, too many albums to worry about, but I'm still working on the one for the year, I'm, I'm getting really close to done with that one, so it will definitely be out in the next couple weeks. Uh, my apologies for the wait about that. My, especially my apologies if it's February by the time I'm releasing Best Albums of 2019. But with that one, I decided that I would do uh, one list that's uh, Best Metal Albums, one list that's Best Alternative Albums, and then uh, definitely one list that's Best Albums of the Year. I might do an additional one that's Best Rap Albums. I'm not sure about that one yet. I was also thinking about doing one that was Best Debut Albums, but I don't think I'm going to do that one because there's just so many different technicalities that I got into with that one that I just threw that one out the door. Um, anyways, again, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you give uh, my Facebook page, Groupie and Harmony, a like. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks so much. Bye.